Hello and welcome to Boulders and Breakdowns, a podcast about bouldering created by a bunch of friends. Today we're talking about what got us into bouldering and what equipment new climbers need because this is our first actual episode. Woo! Today I'm joined by my co-hosts Anna and Tom. Hello. Hello. To start with, I wanted us and everyone listening to take a moment to think about what bouldering achievement, however big or small, we are proud of. So I don't know if you guys have got any ideas to get us going, and then I'll go to what people have said on Instagram. Um, I can give an achievement, because Bex, we did the same thing, didn't we? We both did a V4. Oh, yeah! Just last week. Yeah. And it was one of those V4s that probably Hughes boulders were not really that confident with. It was was this kind of sloper kind in places. Yeah, yeah. Like, right at the top, which is obviously when you kind of want to be the most comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the start was really nice. The, the start was lovely, except there was that bit, obviously, where you just had to kind of, like, push yourself right up and sort yeah, of alter your grip. I was really proud that we managed to do that. That is a really good one that Anna brought up then, that we did achieve a V4 um, at Last Sundance, which is a place in Leeds that people can go to. And I won't try and take over this podcast by saying, like, talking about the gyms too much, but it is a, I really like the gym. No, it's a really good gym. Done a review of that on our. Yeah, well, I did one, didn't I? And then we went again and we're going to do a second one. Yeah, we've not done a group review yet. No. Um, But we'll go back. As a little shout out, I guess, to our Instagram page, we, as well as the podcast, we also review some of the gyms that we've gone to. So you can find our reviews on there. Mm -hmm. Um, But going back to the point then, Tom, do you have anything that you're really proud of achieving in bouldering? Yeah, I mean, I guess I go less than you guys Mm -hmm. because you all kind of go to the same places and mm-hmm. I don't so yeah I think it's nice when you guys are challenged by the more dynamic moves and I just kind of you wing it. I kind oh, of so started good. I just jokingly kind of dived on the wall <laughs> at, at one you were attempting and, and hit it and you just did really well at it was yeah. that the lesson dance as well yeah that was lesson dance lesson dance is just the best place we've learned <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, so I think, yeah, just doing that, more, the more dynamic stuff. I just, it's more fun for me to, to try that. And at least if I fail, then I'm like, eh, well, it was dynamic. That's oh, why I failed. The dynamic one way, it, it, the two holds actually started really high and you had to like jump off the bottom the hold. Jump. Oh, the that first was such one a good was one. Manchester at the depot. Oh, 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 no, no, no. wait. Yes, no, it, was, it was, it was, the, it was. No, it, 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 it was, it was Manchester. Because I literally just went onto it at the end of the sesh, just kind of like, this looks like a nightmare. I can't remember that. It looks like mm. a little tree stumpy thing sticking yeah. out. I can't remember that, but well done anyway. Sorry. <laughs> we have, I think we have video footage of like Tom just going up there and then swinging everywhere. <laughs> like he's still oh, managing yeah. to hold on. <laughs> yeah. oh, I thought that was the Sheffield. I do you know which one, but I thought that was the Sheffield. No, that was in Manchester. Yeah, that yeah. was the end of the Manchester session. We were all really tired. Mm-hmm. And I got up there. I had no core strength to stop myself swinging. So I swung about for about <laughs> I remember it 10, now. I do remember seconds, it. I just felt like an eternity. attributed it to a different place. So what we talked about then is the Manchester Depot. It's massive. I think it's the biggest gym we've been to. The best thing about it for me was, I can't say the food, because the food is the best place for every every kind of bouldering is the food. Um, No, the best thing for me is the endurance kind of tunnel. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, that's, I think that's really unique as well. I've not seen that in any other place. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's wanting to go bouldering and hasn't been there, highly recommend it. So my achievement, I think, would be that I've recently done a pinkle at the Climbing Wax, and it's one of the new ones where um, it, you have to kind of like swing across it. I'm really proud that I've done that one. 
Let's go now to our Instagram people. So what I like to do is ask our Instagram users some questions and one of them has been, what has been your recent bouldering achievement? Fadius Official Music responded, finally hitting a V5 at a 45 degree top roping at 5.10D with petrifying fear of heights. What this means, people who don't know bouldering and us until we Googled it, um, <laughs> top roping is where you use a rope to climb and I explain yeah so it's to do with lead climbing now obviously we're a bouldering podcast so the way that we do stuff is we don't use ropes, ropes no no ropes in um, we also don't get that high that was, no we don't that's yeah. probably really high yeah I think it's very very high I will turn me for that Anna's got a notification <laughs> um, yeah I think my fear of heights kicks in at the top of a bouldering wall sometimes so yeah, yeah I can't so imagine... well, well done yeah. for going any higher than that yeah really well done Faris um, Kojibus <laughs> responded hitting some more dynamic moves I wonder who Kojibus hey, is I like that guy that's a really is. cool name yeah what a, what a guy that's and he does top. the same Sorry. thing as me dynamic dynamic nice. yeah well done what a, what a champ okay let me you just go Kojibus you go. You go, Glen Coco. You were really giving that vibe. Right? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. were. Let's see if anybody's responded to the recent one. I don't think so. We've only got five views. Oh, Boulder Cat responded, got over the fear of falling off. That's a big one. That is a huge one. Yeah. yeah. I think you kind of need to experience, like, just Falling. Just a, yeah, just a Straight up. average fall. Like, probably not a, you you need to experience landing and everything's not fine. That's <laughs> yeah. probably not on the list of things you want to, like... Experience. Mm, yeah. Boulder top tip for newbies <clears throat> that you'll probably hear a lot of bouldering places say, climb down when you've finished your climb. Once you get to the top, the safest way to get down is climbing down. I'm only saying that with great emphasis because I've fallen from a wall and kind of had like these, I won't say concussion, but concussion-like symptoms. So please, please, please climb down. Yeah, some walls make it very hard, particularly if you're on a wall where you are very sparse holds to come down on. Yeah. Genuinely. And also, like, if you are doing climbing for fitness, it's actually really good if you can stay up yeah. a wall for longer. That's true, actually. So it's actually, it's it's more dangerous, but it is easier to just jump off a wall. Mm-hmm. Because, well, you're done dusted, you don't have to hold your own body weight any longer yeah. yeah especially when you've exerted yourself to do something and you've kind of got to towards the end of your session maybe and you're at the top and you're like oh nailed it but then you realize you've got no strength left in your arms that's and you're when like, i stop well i should probably climb down here but how am i going to do it and you just yeah you kind of mm. got to watch out for making sure <laughs> i think that's when I, I personally i stop if i know that i probably could go up a few more climbs but i couldn't safely climb down because i'm just that tired because sometimes it is harder to climb down it is yeah. Um, that's when I'm like, no, I can't do anymore because I know that I can't climb down from the wall. It is. You have to be aware of your own limits. Yeah. It can mm-hmm. sometimes be that your body is going to give up on you. And the yeah, worst yeah, thing yeah, in the yeah. world is if you are trying to climb down, but you can't do it and then you slide down Ooh, the wall. Yeah, know that. So it's a good idea to always be aware of your route down. Even if you're doing like a, a harder route to go up, Pay attention to if there's an easier route to go down on. Yeah. Yes. You don't have to go down on the route that you climbed up. You can Good. absolutely just like slide yourself across the wall. <laughs> slide yourself down. I thought you were going to say. Some things, they are much better at putting um, some easier holds near the more difficult ones. Mm. So you can just kind of 
use those to climb down, which does make it a lot easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and especially on competition walls, I've noticed sometimes they do just have like jugs every so often for people to kind of climb down on. Mm-hmm. Um, so just yeah, I guess pay attention as well to to how you plan on coming down. I, I know a lot of people will prepare for going up, but when you're at the top and you're kind of more maybe it's a good idea to have an idea of how you're going to get back down rather than screaming and falling yeah, yeah. <laughs> be safe guys let's think about what got us into bouldering or who got us into bouldering and start off with i'll just go straight to instagram and then we can chat a little bit between ourselves three people responded to this message who or what got you into bouldering thaddeus come back no no thaddeus was a different person oh thaddeus we miss you oh there's a shout here this is really cute so the northern <laughs> climber said my mate tom and the twank oh gosh damn it twankle twankle Twankle. (laughs) how do you say this word tranquil tranquil do you want to read it actually actually, tom so it's (laughs) you don't have to we asked um what or who got you into bouldering and the northern climbers on instagram was replied with my mate tom and the tranquil piece of climbing so this guy whomever they are clearly wants to thank their mate tom Thanks, I'm Tom. Gonna I mean, presume it's not the Tom that we've got here. <laughs> Tom. I mean, Tom, you, you're you? welcome, the Northern climber, but I don't, I don't think it was me. Do you wanna read out Boulder Cat? Boulder Cat, Boulder Cat. Da, 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 da. Keep in mind. <laughs> so uh, Boulder Cat replied with a new wall in Preston open, so I tried it and loved it instantly. Reebs.climbs, or Reebs Climbs, said Sir Covid got her into bouldering. How did she? How did it get her into bouldering? I yeah, wonder. you'd think it would be more of a hindrance, really. Yeah, it stopped us. Let's raise the question to you guys. What got you into bouldering? Mine is partly Bex. Um, <laughs> so she started going and was very kind to drag me along, and then I got really hooked to it. Um, for us, I don't want to speak for us, Tom, but well, mine was kind of I started climbing oh, with yeah, my brother years ago, and then injured my foot. And he got really good. I stopped being able to go and had an operation. And oh. then when I went back, I was nowhere near what I used to be and way worse than him. So, um, yeah, gave <laughs> gave it up for a little bit, which is difficult. a shame, really. Yeah, we... Well, I'll let you explain what, what got us or me back into it. Um, but we've got some friends in Glasgow and we visit them. Oh, Ben, friend, hi. Shout out to our friend. Love you guys. Um, so, sorry. <laughs> So Aubrey and Ben got us into bouldering. <laughs> this is a wholesome podcast, Anna. Don't blame me. Um, so yeah, our friends Aubrey and Ben got us into climbing. They're friends in Glasgow and we visit them maybe a couple times a year. They've gone quite regularly. I don't know what got them into climbing, probably a friend as well. And it's just been passed down to us and they took us. So I went with them. I don't think you climbed that day. No, I didn't. But... but I started climbing and then instantly on that night was like, I need to find a gym in Sheffield that allows me to climb and that's where we got into the climbing works. It was one of the cheaper options and also the most, I don't know, you, I just, I like the feel of the climbing works. So I, that's when I went into the membership. So yeah, that's what got me into climbing. Friends. Yeah, I think that's the, the general gist is, it's a sport you can do individually, mm-hmm. but still socially. Yeah. which is like my sweet spot for all sports that I've ever done. I don't do team sports mm-hmm. as a rule of thumb. I'm not a team player. And mm-hmm. it's not because like I'm particularly... Hate people. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I won't put that past me. But the like, I've always worked better if I can just worry about what I'm doing okay. rather than like what anyone else is doing. Yeah, fair enough. I um, but I also really like social sports. I mean, like my background is 
is dancing and then yoga and now pole dance as well mm-hmm. and they're all things where once you've come down from doing your bit mm-hmm. you can turn around and chat you know nonsense with someone for yeah. a bit and it's the same exact vibe with climbing where you can go up the wall you come down the wall yeah it's and you can right. turn around and there's someone there you can chat to and it's a really nice feeling that's true that's but why it I'm is it is your it's you it's very much a case of it's your individual sport mm-hmm. but you can enjoy it with mm-hmm. many people mm-hmm and that's and even if they're a random stranger you can turn around and chat to so many random strangers in climbing mm-hmm. and that's really nice i've not yeah, there's really a nice. lot of sports like i'm not going to lie dance is very cliquey mm-hmm. like there's been multiple times when i've tried to talk to someone and then they turn around and they look at you like why are you talking to me Ooh. <laughs> yeah. i've never got that with climbing yeah i would really say welcoming. i would say if you haven't been climbing and it's something you've considered and you're a bit nervous about it um, just give it a go. There is so many places out there. There's so many people um, that are willing to give you tips and pointers. So many people. And everyone just generally helps out. And I mean, the staff, uh, most of all the places we've been, there's always staff willing to help out and kind of. Yeah. How do you If do you this? get stuck on a hole, just give you a. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll show you because most of them are. Climbers. Cli- like it's really good climbers pretty themselves. Pretty much an assurance, I think, if you work at a climbing gym, you've got to be able to climb, which is mm. a really good move. It means that they actually are helpful. Since it's our first episode, what I wanted to do is talk a little bit about what pe- what can people expect when we're going to go bouldering. Um, yeah, so when you first go to a gym, obviously you walk in, you go to your reception desk. Someone there asks if you'll sign your life away. Should we role play? No, you don't role play. Oh, my moment to shine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so someone asks you to sign your life away through a waiver, basically like whatever happens to you on the walls, if you die, whatnot. It's not their fault. Yeah, and that's understandable. Like most sports that require you to go up in the air have incredibly like tenuous insurance. They require you to have some responsibility because it's exactly the same when you start pole. Mm-hmm. The exact the questions are exactly oh, the I same bet, yeah. because you can land on your neck, and it's to do with the insurance. So it's completely you shouldn't and get safety. Scared. They look out for your yeah, safety. They want you to be they safe. They want you to be safe. So part of the waiver is also being like you know the safety rules yeah um so do pay attention to the waiver although like you know it's annoying to fill out paperwork do pay attention to it because it is an important aspect of, yeah, the, of being safe um after that if you've never climbed before you can be there like i need some rent rent some shoes mm-hmm. now rental shoes are not always the greatest mm-hmm. um but i think they'll do work but they will absolutely do for like the, the initial climbs you need to do and yeah. they're usually they're not like it's not really expensive mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. Um, um i think most places we've gone to um shoe hire is between three and four pounds yeah sometimes cheaper but it's about three or five three or four pounds for shoe hire yeah which once you point into the fact that that's unlimited amount of time that you're there for, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. isn't that bad? Yeah. After that, I will say you probably want to invest in some chalk. Yeah. So if you've not got any chalk, either you buy it beforehand if you're thinking of going to a gym, but a lot of gyms also offer it sold right there. Yeah. They'll have chalk on offer. Um, you can get liquid or you can get the actual Powder. powdered chalk. Now, I tend to use both. Mm. I tend to start off with liquid and then use powder mm-hmm. as I go along, just because the liquid does run down quicker than the powdered chalk. Do you there think? There is definitely oh. something, just, it boosts my adrenaline being able to clap my hands together and chalk just fly yeah. out. <laughs> there's, some, there's some adrenaline boost I get from doing that and you just... Just a fun old seal vibes. Yeah. Yeah. 
liquid or powder chalk everyone's got a different preference i tend to use both and it can be a case of like i'll top up with the powder chalk usually but like a lot of i'm used to liquid chalk mm. i guess so like when i first started climbing the powdered stuff was pretty weird for me yeah i didn't like i think i prefer liquid so personal preference isn't it mm-hmm. yeah um so for people who don't know newbies people who go climbing it can be quite scary and can get quite sweaty hands and i think that's really normal so to kind of counteract that people go climbing use chalk um you can get it in liquid or powder form and it helps with friction and for me it helps me sweat less because i get really sweaty hands when i'm nervous so climbing up a wall yeah. <laughs> makes me nervous. It's It helps with the grip, but also yeah. it's that thing of like, once you start getting any form of adrenaline, mm. you can get sweaty palms. There's yeah, a reason, definitely. I mean, there's a reason why, oh, is, there, is there a song lyric? It's, it's Eminem. It's Eminem. You can't what? even question. I'm <laughs> sweaty, knees weak. Yeah. Uh, mom spaghetti. <laughs> wow, you Copyright, are we copywriting this? <laughs> It was too close to the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can get sweaty palms, and and that's to do with adrenaline rush. It's, it is like a physiological reaction, so it is quite useful to have some combatant to that. Do you know what? Somebody, no hit here, somebody on Instagram that I was talking to doesn't use chalk at all when climbing. He says he just it makes a difference for them when he uses chalk. I I just cannot. I just I just can't. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I my only it. my only like experience of that's obviously everyone I've met who's climbed uses chalk. Mm. But I know pole dancers who don't use any grip aid. Mm. And uh, on on in pole dance you. I know it's not what this is about, but it, it runs parallel. Sorry, I'll put it out. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, just a quick point. Like, I know a lot of pole dancers who don't use it because it actually does train your endurance way more. Does it? And also, if you work as a professional stripper, you are likely going to be working on poles that have been generally moisturised within an inch of their life, so it's okay. pointless using grip aid. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah, so like most people, if you see like, particularly like, you know, girls in um, strip clubs, mm-hmm. that pole is the slippiest thing mm. known to man. Grim. So there's just no point using yeah. a grip aid. Fair. You just have to be good enough. To Top, wow. Up. Tip. I just learned a thing. I'm, I learned something <laughs> new today. This is bouldering, but also I've got other sports. <laughs> oh, that's good, that's good. Um... So maybe we, that's kind of what you'd go through. So the first thing, you'll have to sign a waiver. You might also need to have an induction and you can ask the gym for induction if they don't offer it straight away. Let's talk about what to bring when climbing. What what equipment do we need to have when we're climbing? Water. That's a good starting point. Honest water, hydrate. Yeah, so you might not think it's a particularly cardiovascular type of sport but it actually is really tiring Mm -hmm. and you also have to factor in that if you do anything where there's a fear inducement you will get dry mouth yeah really good point water is really really like massively important i use water to kind of center myself if i've just had like a hard climb drink some water and back into it it's good that is good that's a good top tip what about you tom what do you think equipment should you bring um clothes that you are comfortable in i mean i would for me personally that's kind of shorts and a hoodie generally Mm -hmm. for climbing it gives me enough kind of lenience to be um stretching and 
getting into all weird positions. But I know I've seen people climb with actual jeans on. There are like climbing oh, yeah, trouser climbing type things, but like trousers. I feel like I've seen people just hop on a wall with just regular jeans on. Yeah. So just find whatever works for you, whatever's comfortable, and yeah, good advice. It's very important that you're able to, particularly if you want to use flexibility mm-hmm. to get yourself up a wall, is to be able to do it. Because something there is, baggy, not baggy, just something that allows I, you yeah, to Yeah, it allows movement. So yeah. either something that's really, really baggy, like a pair of, like, you know, MC Hammer trousers. You see oh, those wow. around occasionally. All the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, like, a, a pair of leggings, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it gives you that enough stretch. means you don't have to worry about whatever was, you know, going on below you either. Yeah, it's something warm. Um, I found most climbing places in winter are cold. So something, at least yeah. a jumper to get you started. layers, and then oh, that you can strip off yeah. over time. Because you will get, you, it will eventually warm you up. will warm up. Very quickly. But you do start off like, this is freezing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I will just say, is if you start in winter, be prepared that your hands are going to hurt once you start doing it. Yeah. Because the cold makes it kind of harder to grip. Um, it's not a reason to not do it. It means you're actually training yourself yeah. up but yeah. it, it just be aware that the cold and cold hands does factor in mm-hmm. to recap when you first go climbing you don't need to take climbing shoes because they're on higher but you will need to wear some form of climbing shoes chalk is important but again for your first climb you could probably get it at the gym if you're not going to take it Anna brought up a really good point always take some water buy some water there Tom made a really good point about equip like what to wear. Um, do what you feel comfortable, but that allows movement, so you don't feel too bad. And maybe when you go in winter, think about something that's warm that you can like layers that you can take off as you warm up. Um, I don't think I've got anything else to say. As you gradually go climbing more and more, you can maybe think about climbing shoes and maybe buying your own a lot of them start from around 50 pounds and increasing price biggest thing about climbing shoes a lot of people say go for really small sizes i think as a beginner until you get used to the sport go for comfort like you don't want your feet to hurt yeah you're gonna be in the gym usually for an an hour or two maybe even longer so you want to be comfy i know they say that you men are wear sizes slightly smaller than your shoe size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it does depend on the brand. Do you think? Um, I always go bigger. <laughs> and it, I mean, it do, it depends on the brand. But yeah. I think for professionals, it's extremely important because they need to have the tight fitting, which helps give them power through their heels. Yeah, no, I totally agree with everything that Anna and Tom has said. Oh, one thing not to take. This is a bit of an action like how an action jewellery I couldn't say the word then jewellery totally some people do wear certain things I wouldn't personally it's don't wear rings um, I've seen people wear bracelets and watches but I wouldn't um, you have no idea what your hand is going to hit yeah that's one of the things is like I've, I occasionally I have a chronic health condition so I will often wear a kind of you know charm brace that has like a little paramedic little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing on but it's not disruptive mm-hmm it's off at the moment because I went pole and forgot to take it off. Um, <laughs> well, forgot to put it back on. And in terms of kind of like, if you accidentally like hit your fancy watch, 
Mm-hmm. You're not going to be happy. Oh, no, that's why I take my watch off. Yeah. Like, if you break your fancy watch... Because it's fancy. You know, <laughs> then it's a case of, like, you also have to think, like, do you care about your possessions and do mm. you want them to be okay? Mm-hmm. Whereas if I, like, slightly scratch up a bracelet that basically has, like, this person could die on it, I don't really mind. Like, ultimately, it still tells someone that what I have a health condition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, jewellery. I'd also say probably don't like climb with earrings on but that's because i have a really weird thing and you can rip an earring out yeah you were saying that about dance i think what was our conversation on this? no it, it's it, 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 ha- it goes back to my like i've seen it happen Ooh, i've seen no, a girl dancing with an earring in and someone's not like kind of you know knocked her or she's like i can't remember i think it was that someone kind of you know bumped into mm. her and that full-on ripped out yeah, so I think most climbing places say definitely no rings or bracelets, but are a bit more flexible with necklaces and earrings. But as a personal note, I just probably wouldn't. I just, I just wouldn't risk it. I can't yeah. wear earlobes too much. You have no idea whether you might misjudge it and have to slide down a wall. Oh, that's true. Oh, if some. You know, you you can't take for granted that your personal safety is always going to be in control of you. Mm-hmm. So just eliminate things that could rip out your ears. Top tip. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so thank you for listening to our first episode tonight we've talked about what we've achieved in our climbing experience so far and what you guys have achieved we've talked about what you can expect when you first go bouldering and what equipment you can take when you're first going bouldering if you've got any questions or comments get in touch with us at boulders breakdowns on instagram We also want to do our role in promoting inclusivity and diversity, both within the sport and on the online platform. So please get in touch with us if you've got any ideas how we can do this. For starters, we thought about how we can increase accessibility on our online platforms. Therefore, every post that we create, we always try to make it accessible within the writing and language that we use. And I'll let Tom say our goodbyes for tonight. Yeah, so thanks for listening, guys, and join us next time on Boulders and Breakdowns. Yeah, I'll include that. All right, let me save.